Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Where's the chocolates fact checker? Get the fact checker on this. Well, Joe Rogan has a fact checker. Uh, you guys need one. So oh, I didn't realise Waterboys had to register. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your social media this week, that's another issue. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Hazlitt's favourite commentator, Phil Gould. <laughs> all I remember was that it was a duck and they never picked you again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I remember. Thanks, Max. That's good. <laughs> over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. Alright, hello, hello, hello and welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 81 that you are joining us for and we have someone with us who is no longer really in the guest realm actually, he's more of like a director of tactics I guess if we were going to give him a title, Skin, you don't seem happy with that. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure that would be the title I'd give him, but he probably deserves something. He's on far too often. We've got an extra budget now. We're making up roles. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Director of Tactics, the first paid position we've had. Very important. Anyway, the man we're talking about is named Andrew Goaty. Andrew, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thanks, boys. Actually in person too, which is good for you. Yes. Thanks for making the drive. Yeah, in the rain. It was good. Excellent. KFC on the way? No. Home cooked dinner. It was lovely. I cooked. Um, Being home from cricket means I get to cook more. Which is good. Oh. It is good. It is good. Okay. Guys, before we start, I have a couple of little bits of uh, housekeeping to get through from previous episodes where we've talked about little pieces of information. Uh, particularly, we've talked about the most village things you've seen in cricket. In fact, Goda, you were actually on the phone with us last week, I think, when we started this discussion. Mm-hmm. I've had two sent in this week, unbelievable bits of information. Hey there, thought and share a story with you about our third grade semifinal on the weekend on the sunny coast. In the game we ended up losing, we managed to have three guys to their hammies. One of them thought he had originally done both hammies. The same guy was ruled out the fifth grade grand final. Another guy doing his quad. And lastly, our captain was hitting the knee and giving throwdowns to an open bat. They ended up getting a duck. Thank you. <laughs> 
That came from Harrison, guys. Thank you so much, Harrison, for sending that in. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a shambles. Do you remember when mum used to give us throwdown skin? Oh, yeah. And she would fully pad up. Like, she'd be yeah. wearing more equipment than us because you would hit straight drives. She just wouldn't move. Yeah. Just <laughs> literally watch them hit her. It's a shame you were 26 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually yesterday. <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, now, the next one uh, came from Ben. Ben sent this in. Now, I must, he says, actually, he sent a follow-up message to say, I feel like I didn't stress enough in the recording that this was first-grade Premier Cricket. Hey, boys. So there was something pretty village that happened in a game at my club in first grade a couple of weeks ago. One of our players went down injured, and to replace him, one of the opposition players uh, actually came on to, to subfield for him. At times in the frog box, you can see him. I think he was doing uh, fine leg to fine leg for a bit there. But eventually he was relieved of his duties uh, by the injured player's dad uh, coming onto field. I think eventually wow. someone from fives got, got down to the ground to to subfield. But, yeah, that was an interesting one. That is. That's very interesting. The injured player's dad. Yeah, dad, that's can you get the lights on for me, please? <laughs> it was village enough already with the opposition. I was not expecting that. You know who would do that? My old man would do that. Yeah, but he? we've talked a lot about yeah. what he offers in the field. Minimal. You <laughs> <laughs> can see Glenn Hazlitt doing that, actually. Yeah, he'd definitely pop a calf or something. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very fair. And then the final piece of feedback we got actually was in the form of an email that was from Katie, uh, who took exception to the article we read out last week about places that you should not pick up uh, or not attempt to pick up. Uh, she says that she met her husband whilst working. We spoke quite exclusively about how apparently picking up at work is not a great thing. Yep. She said she's met her husband whilst working together and they are now expecting their first child in a couple of months. So... She's calling into question the credibility of that argument, Skinner. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, the argument came from some article you found on Google, so probably <laughs> with zero authors yeah. actually named. Probably not that credible anyway. <laughs> bit of bragging there from Katie, but okay. Yeah, yeah well, she's pretty happy with it. Yeah, good on her. Nice job, Katie. I'm pretty sure they're both at a different workplace now, but I'm, so I'm not sure how it went down at their actual workplace they met at. But oh, yeah, anyway, did get well, There's a part two to that story, I'll find <laughs> out. Anyway, before we go any further... <laughs> Jody, you have the joke of the day for us. Every time you come in, you tend to get stuck with that because yeah. everyone else sucks at it. Okay. Mainly me. I was horrific last week. Ask oh, us. yeah. That was bad. And I'm... <laughs> Didn't go down well. Yeah. And I'm... I'm I don't... I'm so I, skinny. I haven't get given... It. Yeah, I haven't given a horrible joke yet, but I just hardly give a joke at all. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Take us away. We're doing this right out. So... Lee went to the doctor uh, the other day. It's literally it always me. It is, isn't so, it? Yeah, a common name. Uh, Lee went to the doctor the other day and um, he, he went into the into the consult room and um, he goes, oh, doc, I've got a problem, but you have to promise me something. You, you can't laugh when I show you. And the doctor goes, I've been a professional for 25 years. I've seen it all, so I'm not going to laugh, trust me. So Lee pulled down his trousers um, and pulled out his pecker, which is the size of a paperclip. And the doctor fell on the ground, hysterics, laughing five, ten minutes. He could not stop laughing. <laughs> after, after five, ten minutes of laughter, the doctor goes, okay, I'm so sorry, mate. Look, uh, just, okay, w- what seems to be the problem here? So, oh, it's swollen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my autobiography, not a joke. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> that's joke of the day. Right, that's a much better start than last week. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Gertz. Thanks for that, mate. All right, 
Moving on, I wanted to chat about something that happened last week as well, and it was it was something we weren't really all that used to. Um, we we got some negative feedback on our episode, actually. Um, yeah, not ideal. <laughs> that's never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, but that's testament to how yeah, few I mean, people listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. Anyway, so the feedback was that the episode just had a, a real lack of our, our normal zest and verve, and the conversation just didn't quite flow as well as it used to. Um, yeah, it just, just wasn't quite up to scratch, basically. And, and the feedback was mainly from our uh, producer, Dave, and, and also our host, Lee. Uh, and it was also mainly directed at our host, Lee, apparently. <laughs> well, I fed back to myself <laughs> yeah. and I sucked. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Has and I sort of flew under the radar and you really weren't happy with your own performance and, and Dave seconded it. Um, yeah, so that, was nice. <laughs> that was good. Hey, man, I thought I sucked. You did. Yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> correct um, so I, w- I wanted to encourage the listeners to give their feedback, get on board. If they if they were listening to episode, I think it was episode 80 last week, wasn't it? So if, you, no, if that, you've had a listen to that. That's come before 81, so yes. Okay, thank you, Lethal. Um, so if you've had a listen to that and, and agree that... Uh, just wasn't quite up to scratch then then let us know if, if it's a maybe a review to the episode or a private message or you can just comment on any of our, our posts from last week i want to hear what you've got to say mm-hmm. um and i oh, and also if you haven't already listened to it then i would encourage you to go back and listen to it because even though we all acknowledge it's not up to scratch i mean if you if you can't handle us at our, be- our worst mm, that was mm, probably important mm, that you got that yeah, right yes yeah. then you don't deserve <laughs> us at our best and we've also had not so, been at our best so now i'm not at my best for the second seconds. the second week in a row <laughs> now, of all the Anyways. timing of an english batsman <laughs> Thank you, Lethal. Uh, anyway, so, so yeah, encouraging listeners to do that. And also, I wanted to, to open it up to you, Lethal, and, and give you a chance to respond to that horrible, horrible feedback that you got. Was there any particular reason that you were just so under par last week? Uh, well, um, probably, yeah, there's lots of reasons, I think. Uh, obviously, we heard a little bit on the episode about my impending um, report situation. He's rattled. Uh, he's rattled. I was, oh, rattled. Yeah. I was quite rattled by that. Yeah, obviously, my... Uh, big beef with yeah, I was Ox. told to get anger management by Bruce Oxenford, which um, wasn't a great piece of feedback to receive. Yeah, so right. I've been rattled by that. Have you had the hearing yet? <laughs> no, I haven't okay. even got the report yet. Okay. Thanks, Roddy. I have. Oh, great. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, no, sorted that out. Yeah, I, spoke, um, I spoke to Roddy yesterday, actually. Did you? About yeah. it? Yeah, he didn't have some nice things to say. That's me. So you're still stressing about yeah, it. So six weeks bit, at the start of next yeah, year. I've been stressed about that. And the other thing is, like, I was going to get laser treatment I think on my legs for the first time ever the next day oh, yeah. and I think that made me sort of sweat profusely and I was microphone was slipping from my hand and oh yeah they had that swollen pecker why 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 laser on your legs oh well just if you've got it flaunted type of situation yeah. Yeah. deal with my stuff <laughs> <laughs> we need to tell that story no we don't it's a inside joke oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you can't we not. can't tell that's that so we can't tell that story. he needs to tell it okay all right. but we'll leave the listeners wanting more it'll only be referred to as the Dylan McLaughlin story from now on yeah okay um, well Lee yeah. I mean Mitch is coming really hard at you there but I want to uh, I want to go back at him and I want to question him we had a Redlands Tigers whole club photo on the weekend and everyone uh, in the club okay. was there, heaps of people. We all set yep. a time to be there. We even had it about 15 minutes late. Mm-hmm. And yep. <laughs> Mitch, you were the only one not in attendance at the photo. Yep, okay. That is a massive tangent from our last week's episode, but can't really defend myself. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done? Why? I don't... Uh, well, I mean, in the first, I, was, I was under the impression it was a 9.15 arrival for a 9.30 photo. 
I don't know how I got under that impression, but that was, was the that impression the wrong I was impression? under. Yes, it was a 915 yes, photo. It was a 915 yeah. photo. So I was arriving at probably 929 thinking I'm just going to have to hop out of the car and sprint over. You know, we'll be fine. I'll scrape in. And I pull into the driveway as about 15 cars are driving out of the driveway. <laughs> that photo was very dumb. Well, it doesn't take long to click a button. That's yeah, yeah. I thought the whole like arranging the, the entire club might take a little bit longer, but uh, apparently not. And then, yeah, I was... I was um, uh, I, I came down later on that day and I was sort of hoping that I'd fly under the radar, you know, no one would really notice, I'd get away with it and I, and I walk in, walk into up the on club. The podcast. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Az. But <laughs> but also I walked down to the club to watch our fourth grade team that were playing in the final, just went up to the canteen to grab a beer and the very first person that I saw just gave me an absolute gobful about it. So. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, that's what we call under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> you should have got, got a photo on the grandstand and like just got them to Photoshop you in. That would have been good. You could be an oh, absentee yeah. in the corner. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, all right. That'd be nice. Yeah, I can probably organize that solutions yeah, not problem so. skin yeah. thank you man that's good well yeah and just to go back from the tangent to the original topic um i would like to obviously offer my sincerest apology for my lack of zest and verb and gusto mm. last week it was poor i let myself down I, i'd like to think that i'd sort of worked really hard obviously episode 80 last week so i've sort of got to 80 just played a rash shot uh uh-huh. but dropped luckily and um and now i'll just kick on to 100 yeah, as okay. well so don't worry about it i've got it sorted all right i like it yeah, well, we do have something else relating to the last episode, and that was we were talking about weird injuries. And there's been another one in professional sport recently, and that is Max King, the AFL player, uh, was hit with a golf ball this week and suffered some mild concussion, so we'll now miss round one. That is an unusual injury. And also, my question is, how bad of a golfer, this is probably directed at you, Andrew, how bad of a golfer do you have to be to get hit? Oh, got, like, well, does not it necessarily, say well, not necessarily, he was hit by someone else? Maybe like well, I'm assuming that I'm assuming that's what's happened. Like, it's not. He has a ricochet off a tree straight in front of him. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. Well, we've all seen that video of Steckers doing that at Capera that day. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people might not have, but yeah, they will this week. Yeah. Um, it, it's not as hard as you think, but it's also not as easy as you think. You sort of you've got to have a rough idea where everyone's sort of standing. But if you if it's to yourself, that's quite hard to do. Like that is quite hard to do. So, bad luck, Max. Uh, and Carl Micken wrote in and said, "Yeah, soon they won't be allowed to do anything outside of footy." I mean, it's, and it's pretty lucky it could have killed him, and it probably could have killed him. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's uh, going to be inter- interesting to see what professional teams bring out in terms of rules of what you can and can't do away from. You've that spoken sport. about that a bit before as well, haven't you? In terms of your ability to, like, you don't think that you'd be allowed to go and play touch footy, for example, or whatever, in an off season whilst being contracted to the Queen's Symbols. Yeah, yeah, maybe off-season might be okay, but definitely not in-season. Um, but the, the main time it's frowned upon is if you actually get injured doing it. If you don't get injured, like they usually turn a blind eye. But, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, getting injured is the main part. That is a freak situation to get hit with a golf ball, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite unlucky. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I guess something that's come out recently as well that's maybe a little bit related is Joseph Suwali, uh, who plays for the Sydney Roosters, always got a contract, has now been granted an exemption to play in the NRL at 17 years of age. And I mean, that sort of leads itself to the rules probably there that you can't play NRL to your 18 so that you don't get injured. And now they've gone and uh, yeah, granted that exemption. So is that, is that the right thing to do? Is it, you know? What, what was think? the reason for granting the exemption just because he's that good that he's, he needs to he's, be fine? He's, he's meant to be a pretty special sort of talent. Um, he is he is about just just under two metres tall yeah. and about 90-odd kilos, so he's a pretty big boy. But but I don't know if they, you know, do they get any legal strife in the future if something happens to him? But, uh, yeah. Uh, but you see it in cricket a lot of times as well. You see sort of 16, 17-year-olds play first-class cricket as well, but... I think the main thing we're probably overshooting a little bit here is that would it happen in any other club apart from the Roosters? And that's coming from a disgruntled South. <laughs> 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 he should be with South, yeah. shouldn't he? Well, he was with South, and yeah. we, we would have done the right things by you, Joseph, so you've probably gone the wrong way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair. Was it, how long did that, that rule have been in place? Because I remember oh, like wow. years Jordan, Jordan Rankin played when he was 16. in high school. Yeah, he was 16, played for the years Titans. Ago. Obviously um, never kicked on to be. He went to rugby. I reckon. Actually, he's got a contract. Super league, super league career. He's uh, with Parrot. Yeah, the he's back with Parrot this year. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, look, uh, I'm okay with it. To be honest, I think if you're sort of good enough, you're old enough. I understand the sort of safety aspects of it as well. But uh, Roosters, I mean, you'll give them credit. They are probably at the forefront, and they are probably the best club in, I guess, the in the NRL in regards to looking after their players. You look what they've done with Boyd Corner with concussion this year. He's not playing to as well. They've been really, really cautious with Luke Keary, same sort of thing. So I don't think they would have pushed if they didn't think he was ready. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Just because I, they are a very, very well-run organisation. I don't think they would have pushed that hard if they didn't think he was physically ready and mentally ready. And, I mean, let's be honest, I don't think he's going to play unless someone gets injured. And saying that, though, that back line, there's sort of a bit of age in that back line with the Morris Twins and, 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 mm. and the like. So I, I think he'll play at some point this year. He'll probably play in the centres. At some point this year, he won't play fullback unless Tedesco goes out. But uh, I'm fine with it. Okay, I like your thoughts, Gad. I'd also like to come clean in just in terms of the weird injury situation. I got through the entire week of NTLs or the four days uh, without injuring myself, which was great news. Obviously, once you get the wrong side of 30, that becomes a little bit of an issue for you. Mm-hmm. Then I've 
like literally torn my calf. I reckon it's a self-diagnosis. So I'm not going to go to the physio because I just say rest and ice it for mm-hmm. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can do that myself. Body physios. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done it on the dance floor. Dancing on Saturday well, evening. At least, uh, were, you, were you boomeranging this time? I, I fucking hope not. You don't like the boomerangs, no, do you? they suck. Budgies and boomerangs. I, I was, uh, your social media this week, well, that's another issue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bonus episode. <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, it's going on a list somewhere. Well, it's a great segue again by you because uh, really? social media. Yes. Oh, good. I wanted to speak about social media. I have a man that I want us to speak to, guys. We, we put it out to our listeners. They were definitely in favour of speaking to him. He made waves on social media last week after being picked up by a Cricket Australia cameraman doing exuberant celebrations of Queensland Bulls wickets. He was at the Gabba watching the one day, the Marsh one day cup game. How's you were playing, I believe, and, and can testify to the fact that you could hear him. Definitely, uh, definitely. He was then he was then basically featured in a cricket.com.au video. Obviously we won't show that because why not? Of, well, we just get a bit nervous when it comes to any sort of Cricket Australia IP, IP um, products. So you will have to find that yourself. I can show you where to find it if you need to. Could you post a link? No, Probably not either. No, you can do that. Yeah, know. we can yeah. post a link. Maybe. So this is the man that I want us to speak to. His name is Max, and he's obviously a very keen supporter of the Queensland Bulls. Yo, hello. How are you? Uh, very good. Enjoying a very rainy night here on the south side of Brisbane. Uh, my girlfriend is currently heating up my spaghetti bolognese, and I'm just <laughs> sitting back after... A very disappointing day, I've got to say. I only got to see about 40 minutes of action at the border field, um, and I really reckon there should have been at least another hour's play. Yes, That's sir. another story. How are you guys doing? Very well, thanks, mate. I did see that you were unhappy with the fact that there was only a few overs bowled and that you maybe questioned whether the groundsman could have done something a little bit more uh, in the early stages of the day. Yeah. Well, all I'll say to that is bring back Kevin Mitchell Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, magnificent. Now, Max, specifically, I was uh, going to talk to you, obviously, about this video uh, that you were featured on cricket.com.au and uh, the sort of cricket.com Instagram page, more importantly. Um, and you, I'm sure you're probably familiar with the video. I'm sure you've got, got a bit of positive feedback about it. Um, obviously, features you reasonably um, as a happy spectator, you would suggest, for any Queensland Bulls moments in the game. We've obviously got one of those players who was playing the game sitting right next to me on my left, Sam Hazlitt. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that, mate? Uh, well, yeah, no, well, first of all, hi, Haz. Uh, I did chat to Haz at the game and I congratulated him. I said, uh, good on you, mate. Love the podcast. Um, was one of my many interactions with players and coaches and fans and media officials. Uh, I gave, uh, I was giving the WA boys a bit of a send off um, each time they got dismissed. So, um, and a couple, a couple of them weren't very happy to be honest. I said to, I said to Josh English, I said, Josh, it's okay. You've still got time to play for England, mate. There's still time. You can still choose. Um, he, he just gave me the filthiest look, and I honestly, I had to look away because I felt like he was just going to come up. Is he from the north of England? Oh, man, you're asking <laughs> no the wrong idea. people. I don't know, actually. We'll have to have to work where's it out. The, where's, the cho- where's the chocolate? Where's the chocolates fact checker? Get the fact checker on this. Well, Joe man, Rogan is, has a fact checker. Uh, you guys need one as well. Well, I'm Mitch, on Mitch it. does that. That's one of his, yeah. his leads. Just Leeds is Yorkshire, which is up top. Well done, Max. That's fantastic. Yeah, great yeah, knowledge. Geez, Max. That is good knowledge. 
Now, Max, we appreciate the support, of course. Uh, any, anyone coming out supporting Queensland is awesome, but it wasn't actually all support. There was also a little bit of constructive criticism there for some of our players. Now, you you, uh, you, t- you, you asked Deckers why he couldn't bowl like that in the Shield game. Yeah, oh, you yeah, said to Usman that, yeah. that uh, we didn't have a second slip and that was the reason why he wasn't chosen as Aussie skipper. Uh, I think he suggested that, <laughs> that maybe Marner wow. should go back to Redlands after he misfielded a ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm... Well, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear all all of this. All of this stuff was being um, digested by the guys. Sounds <laughs> like they were writing palm cards. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I can't remember half the crap I said, but um, <laughs> it was all it was all constructive. And I was getting advice too from the uh, boys from Anglican Church Grammar School, St Lawrence's College, and Brisbane State High School after three pm, who were all um, throwing. Th- feeding me lines so um thank you and a big shout out to the the boys at those schools who are very excited mostly to see stanlake i think who um they knew through souths um but also labashane of course is uh is a favorite amongst any uh young cricket fan myself included Mm. he's a bit of a he's a bit of a youngster himself really like i don't know i was i was i was seeing i saw i think it was day two day three I, i came into the ground and the first thing i saw was ian renshaw um in a very deep um, sort of conversation with Marnus. Uh, I think this was just after Marnus had been dismissed. And Ian was, uh, Ian's, of course, a sports lecturer at QUT. Yeah, he and, was my um, lecturer, my yeah. lecturer too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, a couple of the boys from, uh, I think there's a guy, there was a guy from Redlands who was uh, at the, was it Redlands? Oh, no, no, it was Sandgate. There were a couple of boys. There was one boy from Sandgate and another from Souths who um, both studied sports science at QUT as well. So a couple of great cricketers came down along to watch the Shield match as well. And, um, yeah, but anyway, um, back to Ian Renshaw. Um, so he was deep in conversation with Marnus, and this continued for about 20 minutes. And um, I, I got some of it on uh, my phone, and Ian was very sort of invested in Marnus and was giving him lots of advice on where he should have played the, the shot that got him out. And... Um, yeah, Marnus was getting really into it. He didn't look bored with it at all. In fact, he was yeah. like shadow batting and like yeah. sort of like yeah. frothing on it. <laughs> two yeah. of the great thinkers of the game, those two. Now, I think Gody has a question for you, Max. Yeah, no, Max. Andrew Gody here, mate. How are you? Yeah, very good, Gody. And by the way, Gody, um, you were probably the first grade cricketer that I heard about because I played um, the Valley's ninths um, in sub-district cricket. Yeah, okay. And uh, some old bloke was just like, oh, absolute disgrace that Goaty doesn't get a go for Queensland. <laughs> and that's well, how I heard of them. Well, well, yeah, well, that was what I was going to ask you. I was just being such a fan you are. Did you happen to catch my debut by any chance? <laughs> I did. And I think it was first year, first year uni. Um, I was watching, uh, was it Townsville? No, I well, I was in Sydney, wasn't I? You I was Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, yeah, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Sydney, okay. Yeah, all I remember was that it was a duck and they never picked you again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I remember. Thanks, Max. That's good. That's very well put. I'm not saying the Queensland selectors here, but it just wasn't a very sort of memorable occasion, you understand. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> me though, Max. So. Oh, he understands. No, I'm, I'm on your side, Max. Don't you worry. Now, Max, before we yeah, go, mate, I want to give yeah, you a chance. Yeah. Uh, now, this you the fact you were at the cricket, that's actually all part of the Queensland Bulls active support group that you're running on Facebook. Can you tell people a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So um, there's there's no active support 
in domestic cricket. So I thought, hey, why not? Let's give it a go. And we've got 100 members. Uh, you can join our group, the Queensland Bulls Active Support on Facebook. It's a public group. Um, if you live in Queensland, I will accept you automatically. Uh, if you don't live in Queensland, you might ex- expect might have to expect uh, a DM from me as the admin of the group asking you if you're a Bulls fan. Um, if you're not, uh, they then you will have to undergo a rigorous session of testing about your knowledge of Queensland cricket. Um, but that's <laughs> that's by the by. Uh, even if you're not, just get, get down to the games. I'll be there for a lot of them. You can meet the players. I was chatting to Pete Hanscom today. I was flattered to see that uh, the, I, I said, hi, Peter. And he's just like, oh, mate, I saw you the other, I saw you on um, cricket.com.au. So I'm flattered to know that the Victorian captain knows who I am. Awesome, and uh, this can be you too if you join the Queensland Bulls active support group on Facebook. Okay. If you want to be known actively by the players of uh, domestic uh, clubs around this great country of ours, and if you want to get involved with a little bit of the banter, and uh, a bit of action yourself. You can. I'd. I'd love to be uh, supporting you in that, and supporting you in your quest to get out and create some content as well. I was in the Andy Bickle gym uh, today, and I saw Jason Flores there. So it's amazing who you bump into. I walked past the Harris sisters, um, and yeah, many thanks to uh, Caleb Bland, um, who's been really supportive from uh, the niche uh, JLT Cup loving memes page. Uh, he's one of the admins on that. <laughs> Uh, so Caleb, Caleb is an absolute cricket nuffy and runs the Domestic Cricketers Facebook group. Uh, he recently got an interview with his idol, uh, Hilton Cartwright. Uh, he's a big fan of Zimbabwean cricket as well. So Hilton uh, was, is a great combination of the two there, Zimbabwe and Australian domestic cricket. So that was – I know, Caleb, would, you would have loved that. Uh, absolutely, mate. Thank you for getting his name in. That's fantastic, Max. You've been uh, uh, unreal to speak to, mate, um, and we very much go. He's actually just I've requested. I've just, just uh, requested Max, so make sure you uh, let me in. <laughs> well, it certainly won't be the last time <laughs> we speak to you, Max. Thank you so much for your time tonight, mate, and being on the Wig at the Chocolates podcast for the first time. No worries. God bless. See Thanks, you, boys, mate. Righty, that unbelievable. <laughs> How passionate, though. Yeah. Honestly, that's, that's very energetic, man. I've seen. That's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Now, guys, I think it's fair to say that Max, our friend Max there, he was completely troppo for the Queensland Bulls, one of the great fans. Even knew who Andrew Goaty was as a Bulls player, which is yeah. pretty impressive. Uh, he'd be the only one. <laughs> and us. You tell us every week. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, guys, if you're a lover of cordials, you're actually are going to go troppo over Alchemy's range of triple-strength, all-natural cordials, I think. Has is drinking one right now, in fact. I'm not sure what flavour it is. But the classics are made with the finest all-natural ingredients and contain absolutely none of the artificial colours, artificial flavours, artificial preservatives – or emulsifiers. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, Olay, but there's so many good flavors. Mumbo, Love, you know, there's, there's, there's plenty. Anyway, if there are any, any any taste preferences out there, there's one for you. Mm, absolutely. And you need to try all of them. I would suggest, guys, there's Hot Love, there's Dew Drops and Heat. Um, there's plenty to get around. Uh, Skinnel, you've had the Heat one before as well. Big fan. Uh, yeah, I have had the heat one before. Uh, I, I am a big fan, just wasn't a big fan of uh, getting pranked with it and having to drink it <laughs> unexpectedly. It was also the strongest dosage you could possibly yes. make when I did that too. Yeah. Is, um, is Mumbo number five by any chance? Yes, Mumbo is number five on the list, which makes sense. It's great marketing. <laughs> Perfect. 
Well Lou Bagger. Mm. And great research by you, Goaty. Yeah, well, now, guys, if you, like Goaty, want to do some research on the Alchemy products, you can just head to alchemycordial.com.au. Don't forget to use the code WGTC10 at the checkout for 10% off. And, guys, our... Our next guest, uh, I guess if you've been, unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably all heard of the uh, the BPL tournament that um, looks like getting underway in, in August this year. Um, I might just say also that uh, during my horrific performance last week, I called the BBL the BPL. Oh, good. Yeah, Excellent. So it was sort of like a, it was a natural segue. Even when I was going badly, I still managed to preview the next week's content. Yeah, well done. Genius. Yeah, well done. Nice job. You done? Yeah, yeah sorry, mate. Yeah. Happy <laughs> me to kick it. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, so, um, so on the phone at the moment, we we have Joel Hamilton, who is one of the directors uh, of the BPL. Hello. How you going, buddy? Good, fellas. I'm good. How are you? We're plugging away. We're plugging away. We've had a, we just had a cracker of a guest on before you, so you've got a little bit to live up to, but I'm sure you'll do it. <laughs> Tough crowd, man. That's going to be hard nah, to you, You'll be fine, mate. You'll be fine. Mate, um, the BPL, um, I guess, like I, I yeah. introduced it, unless you've been living under a rock, I guess we all sort of know a little bit about it, but we've got you on tonight yep. to, if, um, to yeah, give us your spiel. What have we got in store? Yeah, it's, it's been doing the rounds, which is obviously good to hear. I think it's something, you know, from our perspective, it's a... It's a breath of fresh air and a little bit new. So I guess a little bit of a, a, a sort of high-level elevator pitch around the concept is, you know, think about, you know, the drama, the, the fun, the interactiveness of T20 franchise-based tournaments like the IPL or the PSL or the BPL and everything like that all rolled into amateur or non-professional. When I say amateur, it's grade cricket, junior representative stuff and everything like that. It, it's pretty much an opportunity for everyday punters, really, people who want to be involved and want to own or have the fantasy of owning their own sort of sporting franchise within a, a controlled sort of cricket environment within Brisbane. There's uh, eight franchises that, that were available and pretty much people get to, you know, within the constraints of, of the league and the, you know, the rules and guidelines have the the opportunity to run a, a, a cricket team and a cricket franchise their way, um, you know, their systems of playing, their selections, the people that they want to play with, the, the type of players they want to get involved, all based around their own sort of beliefs, really, and what they want to do. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I, I mean, if you're looking for players to register at the moment, you've probably got plenty of who already have registered, but can you yep. let us know of some big names who you think will uh, will go pretty high in the draft from those that have registered? Well, yeah, there's there's quite a few uh, already. The one, El Drennan, I think, has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of chat lately. Um, I don't interest. know. A lot of interest from all eight franchises I've heard. I yeah, did, I didn't. So I, I didn't realise Waterboys had to register. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's a special requirement. You had to tick one of the boxes. But um, <laughs> nah, damn it, didn't what, read what, the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what do you reckon you're going to go for, Dreno? Um, have you got a ballpark figure? Uh, well, what's the, what's the minimum? Yeah, I think twenty grand. <laughs> Ten grand. <laughs> oh, is it ten? So far, yeah, you should be snapped up there easily. Oh, but no, um, yeah, there's there's a, there's quite a few. Um, McGiffin, uh, Sammy Truloff. Uh, I know Goaty, you put your hand up as well to go into the draw, uh, the auction. Lee Drennan, Chris Knight, Preston White, Brownie from from North, who who whacks the ball pretty hard. So yeah, you know, probably upwards of sort of the the ten, you know, higher level best sort of grade cricketers that aren't involved in a um, professional like Big Bash or or state system have all sort of flagged interest and nominated so far. So it's pretty exciting. 
And it's incredibly exciting for obviously us being Brisbane based, uh, Hamo. Yep. But uh, if well, we've obviously got listeners that are sort of Australia wide as well, is it something that you'd ever consider trying to branch out to other states also? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's definitely it's definitely in the plan and on the radar. I think the bir- the, the first thing and our priority really first is to to put on a hell of a show in the Brisbane, especially especially the auction time coming up on the sixteenth of April for the seniors. We just want to put on a really good show. We put on a, a good a good performance and show people what what it's about, and, and then obviously go go from there. But definitely, you know, our aim is to sort of bring that around to as many states in Australia as possible, really. And it's not just the seniors that are, uh, I guess, uh, involved with this as well. It, it goes right down to the juniors as well, Hamo. Yeah, no, that, and that's something that we wanted to to really sort of make make something of value for, for young cricketers as well. Um, so it's pretty much uh, the, the age gaps we've got for this season are under 12s, 13s, 15s, 17s, 19 male and 19 female. So they're a little bit different, like the auction we are just talking about then. They actually do it in a draft system, um, similar to like the AFL, the NBA, NFL, where uh, each franchise gets a pick each round. And that'll be based around first year. It'll just sort of be a, an algorithm where they choose the order of each um, particular franchise for each age group, but then it'll be based on results. So, you know, if the, the Bayside Pirates come come last one year in the under-12s, they get the first draft pick for the for the next season. So each each age group does a draft, and they're, they're on the 8th and the 9th of May. Uh, that'll be held at Allen Border Oval. Um, so they, the 12s, 13s, and 15s are on the Saturday, and um, 17s, 19 girls, 19 males will be on the Sunday. But, yeah, a big thing from the juniors' perspective, I think, is, you know, trying to emulate and get a, a lot of players to sort of experience what it's like to play you know, in franchise teams, play big bash sort of style cricket, um, you know, emulate their, their, I guess, their heroes really and what they see on television. I think that's a big thing where a lot of young players sort of want to experience what they see on telly and what and what they want their cricket experience to be just that as well. Uh, and, and that's sort of why, you know, we brought this BPL thing to from from a concept to, um, to reality. And I think the big thing about that is it actually – sort of marries in really nicely with the cricket landscape and it you know it's a couple of days in the school holidays for senior uh, for juniors and then in August for seniors so it's a really good lead-in event for for cricket uh, and, and you know not sort of interfering with any other current systems or pathways when you know there's no club cricket being played on September school holidays for juniors and there's no club cricket being played in August for senior cricket so we're really excited about the opportunities it could potentially unearth you know the next big bash player or next player to go on and play state cricket and end up playing you know big bash cricket Hamo, we we i guess we sort of thought it marries up quite well with this podcast as well as the sports podcast for the non-professionals so we love your use of yeah. the fact that that obviously it's it's more targeted at probably that non-professional player that's never quite had a crack at at the big time um so we we're pretty excited about the concept love to get your thoughts about it uh for people that feel exactly the same way obviously juniors and seniors where can they sign up Hamo? it's not too late is it no, no, definitely not too late. So we, we, we pretty much cut off nominations before, like the week before. So the, the auction, as I said, is on the on the 16th of April. So they've got basically till the 9th of April if you're a senior cricketer and for a junior cricketer in those age brackets, which includes the under-19s, male and female, they, they're on the 8th and 9th. So they've basically got until the 1st of May to, to register. So if they head to the website, www.brisbanepremierleague.com, forward slash play 
um, then that can they can sort of take the, the relevant action from there and click, I want to register for the draft for the juniors or I want to register for the auction for 18 plus. Uh, and then they've just got to fill out some basic information first and then there's a longer sort of a little bit more in-depth um, nomination form which has to be filled out as the second part to, to pretty much confirm their nomination. And then from there, all the franchises will get sent every name for each age group and each 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 uh, age level and then it's up to the franchises to sort of put together their little their little draft board or, or auction plan for the seniors and you never know sort of who pops up where and that's the beauty of it you know a cricketer in on the gold coast can be picked up by the Brisbane North or the Northern Kings for example and, and play play with new mates, new people and, and different uh, different types of players that they might not have played with because they're all in the one location when they play. So it's a pretty cool experience. I think it's going to be exciting for cricketers to come and, you know, learn off different coaches. There's some there's some really good people that are being involved, which will obviously announce um, closer to the events. And, and you know, the, the franchises have some really good coaches that are involved um, that might not necessarily have been involved in, you know, community or club cricket previously, you know, we're talking about test cricketers and international cricketers. So it's pretty exciting, I think, and it's a good opportunity for, for players to get involved. If they want to play more cricket, you know, that's what it's there for. You know, they're, they're just here to play a little bit little bit more cricket and that's what we want to do. We want to see kids playing more cricket. Well, it certainly won't be the last time that we talk to you about it, mate. Um, sounds like, you know, if there's if you need any sort of host for the auction evening, then we'll obviously, Mitch will put his hand up for that because he said nothing <laughs> said nothing during this whole phone call. <laughs> yep, yep, lock, me, lock me in for that. That'll be, be my one good, contribution. Uh, a good auctioneer, I reckon. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> exactly. Just, speak. Yeah. yeah, can I get a bid for... All right, well, no, can't sell anyone. Uh, that's Next. perfect. <laughs> that's right. All right, Hamo. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight, mate. It's a very exciting concept, uh, one that we look forward to seeing how it goes and uh, and being involved with. No, love it, boys. Love your work. Um, I'll be listening to this one. I'm, I'm a regular listener who we got the chocolates. So thanks for having me on. And like we said, we'll, we're looking forward to sort of chatting more soon. Absolutely, mate. Thanks, Hamo. Thank you so much. Cheers, mate. See you, mate. Cheers, boys. Now, guys, uh, just before we wrap up here, I actually have a new segment for you that I want to run past you. And I believe I wanted to run past you because I did a social experiment today and I think it's a winner. (laughs) So uh, my segment idea is called You're In For A Tweet. Emphasis on that little play on words. Clever, wasn't it, Gody? Yeah, good. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, Now, the way it's going to work, guys, I guess it's sort of like a building block from the social symbion. So obviously you've seen that I quite like to join arguments um, on Facebook and mainly try and put people in the social symbian for the week of the Chocolates podcast to say you're an idiot, essentially, um, and that you should potentially spend 10 minutes out of your life not on social media. I also wanted to go the other way with you're in for a tweet and actually just find some people that are under fire on social media and just send them a nice tweet um, and just sort of let them know that not everyone hates them. Right, and right. the person that I elected to start this segment with was none other than uh, Sam Hazlitt's favourite commentator, Phil Gould. <laughs> and uh, you might have seen on Friday night, Phil Gould was actually trending at number eleven on Twitter in Australia uh, due to the fact that so many people were tweeting about him not being commentating and how much they were liking it on that Friday night, the fact that he wasn't commentating. Right. And I decided, I thought that was a bit stiff and this is probably a debate we can have in future weeks, but I actually quite like his commentating. So do I. Um, and Goaty does oh, too. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. There you go. So I, uh, I sent a tweet to him. I said, Phil, I actually quite like your commentary, Gus. Thought you should know. 
And I sort of thought like, yeah, well, you know, you'd probably not do anything with that. Yeah. Literally instantaneously, he wrote back, that's very kind, thank you, and retweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so I feel like, uh, and, uh, and Michael, uh, our friend, our newsreader, um, he wrote back saying, trying to find some more guests for the podcast, are you, mate? <laughs> well, what if Gus listened yeah, to it? I uh, know. So that's what I'm thinking. I feel like we could genuinely open some doors there. Gus, good, special. Yeah, right. Okay. Let's see how many more tweets you have to send out to get another reply. Probably one. I'm one for one so <laughs> yeah, far. One for one. I might retire. Get Peter Van that's what you're telling us anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Now, guys, that definitely is all we have time for this week. And we would love you. We've heard a few voice recordings and a few contributions from, obviously, people outside of our four people that are hosting this podcast. And we would love you to get involved as well. And, Skin, where do we send people to try and encourage them to be involved in the We Got The Chocolates podcast? Uh, to the website, generally. There's plenty of forms on there where, that you can sort of write a submission to if you want to get in contact with us, if you've got anything to contribute. Um, or that you'll find links to most of our social media there as well, our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Fantastic. Now, generally, you can just find us on TikTok and Facebook at We Got The Chocolates. The only one that's different is Instagram, which is at We Got The Chocolates 2.0, for reasons being that our first page got shut down. It's the initial summary. Correct. Go back and listen to some of the previous episodes if you're lost there. Um, Gody, you've also got your shirt on tonight. I do have my shirt Tell people about that. Yeah, you gave me a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought I'd wear it. There's not much more to it than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah right, that's right. okay. And if get, people want to get one of those shirts, yeah. is more what I was saying. Yeah. So I got a $29 discount, which made it free. Yeah, uh, 99 yeah. cents, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but people can actually get that from our website as well, Gutty, is what I was sort of yeah, angling cool. towards. Well, I mean, it cost me $29 to get here in petrol, but that's okay. Yeah, that's right. That's how you paid it all. Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, head to the website if you want some merch. Yes, and you can also get that merch on the Instagram shop as well nice. that we have set right. up now and uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts if you could please leave us a rating a five star rating would be great and a review that would be awesome we'd love to hear from you excellent the other way that you can support us guys is by supporting our sponsors they are Alchemy Cordials and you can head to alchemycordial.com.au and use the discount code WGTC10 for your discount there and also by Manscaped and make this short sharp and shiny just like our Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and you can head to manscapes.com, use the discount code WGTC, and you will get 20% off and free shipping there. Anything else to add, guys? Uh, you didn't mention how good I went at Supercash this week. Oh, damn it. What was the score? 1381. What did I get? Seven. Not that. Seven. Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got 1,200. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty good. I think I'm in the top 30,000. Just good. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Good well, work. Well done. On that note, Skin, you got anything else? No, I got about a thousand, which I was happy with, given I looked at it for ten minutes. Perfect. Well done, Skin. Yeah. It should be better. All right, sorry, guys. I think I got just over eleven hundred, maybe. So yeah, not not good enough, but first round. Mm. Right. We should probably talk about that in more detail in the maybe episode, on, maybe not, on the socials. Yeah, not at the end of the episode when we're trying to say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, in other words, goodbye. Goodbye. Good Bye. luck in the future, and we'll see you same time next week, Thursday, seven a.m. Stomp.